Footy and Frothies, 10th of October, 2021. It is time for our time-honoured, much-vaunted season sign-off, the Bold Prediction Show. Our second one, uh, steeped in history, this, two years running. And uh, we're going to go back and look back at some of our predictions from 12 months ago before we signed off. And then we're going to look forward to 2022 and, uh, as I said last year, (laughs) throw some shit against the wall and see what might stick. Uh... No serious analysis here. It's all about some bold predictions, we hope. Uh, we've got plenty of uh, plenty of correspondence in as well, which I'll get through as we get into it. Uh, but first of all, uh, on uh, we've made it through lockdown, boys. Well done. Well done on getting through this season in pretty fine style. Oliver, uh, you're lucky enough to be joining me outdoors in person. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yourself? It's weird being in the same place as someone again. But, well, um, I don't know where to make eye contact. Yeah, I know it's uh, <laughs> weird because uh, Barney unfortunately couldn't make it today, so he's on he's on the Zoom still. Yeah, but um, Barney's like the floating heads from Futurama. <laughs> but um, tomorrow we'll all be reunited at the um, at the Grey Gums Hotel, and that I'll give Barney his big cuddle then that he promised me, and no. we'll go from there. What a treat! I look forward to that. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone stayed safe. Hope everyone's uh, all jabbed up and good to go. Um, and look forward to being out and about and having a bit of fun. So I guess we'll get into... Uh, why don't we kick off and look back at some random uh, predictions from early last year, and then we'll go team by team. Uh, so Jacob wrote in last year and said, AJ Brimson or Kalen Ponga, Daily M, and both their teams will make the top eight. I don't think... I've got to get my sound effects ready. There we go. The top eight, they did both make it, so we'll give half a point there. Uh, Barn also said that Trev Smith will compete in a triathlon or a Mr. Universe contest. <laughs> we missed on those ones. Uh, we had a couple others mention uh, Tony Finch, Tigers to break the final drought. And no Faluma to be moved on. I wonder how annoying that's going to get over the hour. Um, <laughs> AJ Brimson, Daly, uh, a few others are all team by team. So there are a few of the early ones. Some suggestions that, uh, so nothing so far. Uh, Daggy will jag a shit ton of quaddies and buy us a beer. Uh, you're close there, Barn. <laughs> Damo will burn his jersey when Parra get knocked out in the first week of the finals. Volandis will change the six again rule uh, to be a penalty in their own half. I might save that for every second one now. Uh, <laughs> the first fine for a coach will be assault with a sack of doorknobs. The second fine will be kneecapping. Ollie said the NRL start a boxing league. Uh, we tip super coach stars here. Uh, Ollie Magulius, Barney Tino, Daggy Kate Ellis. <laughs> Tally M's Ollie Painhouse, Barney RTS, Daggy AJ Brimson. Wow, we all missed on them. We all agreed... Oh, Ryan James was going to be Barney's buy of the year. Tino was going to be Ollie's buy of the year, which uh, uh, pretty close. Uh, close. Who do we who do we vote and buy of the year? Uh, Papa, I think we had Papley in and Fanor Blake probably yeah. the top two. So pretty close. Uh, and I said Tino from uh, Offerhand Galway. So missed out on a lot of them. So I don't think we've got anything yet. <laughs> uh, Ollie uh, Barney also predicted Ollie would leave Forty and Frothies and become a daytime talk show host. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nelly. He's just, a, he's just a quiz master at the moment. <laughs> Old Glenridge over here. All right. Shall we kick off with... Uh, what have we got here? So we're going to work in reverse ladder order, Barn. So we'll yep. kick off with the Bulldogs, and uh, I'll give you the first crack. All right, so we're going. Okay, so hmm. I'm going to. I've got Hang on, I should trip. read. Um, I should actually read what we said about yeah, last year. It is too. So Barney said, "Lucky to win four games at all this year, and Avrilo will be their best player." Yes, we got one. <laughs> so we've got one. Uh, Ollie Nick Meany will be a revelation at halfback. Wasn't that fullback? Fullback, sorry, fullback. Wasn't necessarily a revelation, but he was. He was. I good. think he was good. I don't good when he got a go. Yeah. Uh, uh, around the time he signed for Melbourne, he started playing really well, which I don't blame him. <laughs> and I said that uh, they will become the hottest forward pack in the NRL and Jack Henry will play State of Origin. And a couple others tipped them to make the top eight. Uh, they were both wrong. So, <coughs> yeah, you can open a batting here, Bart. Yeah, so I'm, I've got them to actually triple their wins for this year, to be honest. I think they'll go from three up to somewhere around nine. Um, even though the, the, they'll get up to around nine wins, I think the comp this next year is actually going to be a little bit closer with some of the top sides falling away a little bit. So that nine wins, I think, will still just get them out of the bottom four. Um, I think Tavita Pangai Jr. will probably be the buyer of the season or close enough to it. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Corey Allen and Flanagan may be moved on by the Bulldogs by the end of the season. I have... I know all this. There's a lot of hype and hope around them. I'm tipping them to convincingly miss the top eight. I think they'll do better, like you said, somewhere around eight or nine wins is probably fair. And I actually, my prediction was the same that at least two of their backline will be moved on uh, at some point this season. Uh, I was thinking, yeah, maybe Allen or Flanagan or uh, their other centre, who's done a lot, uh, winger Kotrick, maybe. Kotrick. So, but yeah, t- I think two of them will be uh, given. Uh, the nudge on the, or the tap on the shoulder some way through the, the year. Ollie? Yeah, so I'm not sure if I've actually told everyone on the podcast before, but I know you boys know I've made a bet with one of my mates from school who is a, a delusional Bulldog supporter, I'll say. He thinks they're going to comfortably make the eight. So I made a bet with him that if they finish ninth or above, I would get the... the Pretty much the shit Bulldogs logo, the one from where they last won the comp in 04. Mm-hmm. There's the Bulldogs head in the... The circle? The, no, no, the... It, like grumpy bulldog head. Oh yeah. yeah. And anyway, <laughs> I I said that if they finish ninth or above, I get that tattooed on my ass. I still don't think they're going to finish ninth or above, but I'm tipping that at some point in the season I'll be a bit worried that I'll have to get this tattoo, and I'm tipping it'll probably be around Origin time. I think they might string a few wins together and probably be up around there. But ultimately, I think they'll slip away and probably finish around eleventh or twelfth. So I think we're all we're all all in on that, saying that uh, they will. Um, yeah, they'll struggle this year, which, uh, yeah, I think we can all agree. Uh, a few other random we've had, we've we got here. Dogs, Evan Parsons, a good supporter, has tipped them to finish eighth. And, uh, <laughs> and that's about it. Ollie was just talking about how he won't be able to sit down on his tattoo. <laughs> all right. The Cowboys. I am tipping the Cowboys for the wooden spoon. And not necessarily that bold, but got to stamp someone. Last year's ones, mate. Oh, I do too. Sorry. (laughs) All right, last year. Well, I think we all missed the mark here. Uh, Cowboys. Barney Granville will be dropped from the starting side and potentially moved on. Won't be starting hooker by round twelve. 
Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Wasn't moved on, but he wasn't starting hooker. Ended up at fullback. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he, he was dropped for a bit as well. So uh, I tipped the wooden spoon and the drink water will be moved on. And Ollie felt and Holmes will combine for thirty plus tries, and one of them will be the top oh, try scorer shit. in the comp. Well, I, in my defence, I thought they were going to keep they they were going to have some semblance of a brain and keep Holmes at on on the wing all year. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll cop the L on that one. That was embarrassing. As I was saying, my prediction for this year is the wooden spoon again. I'll double down. And I think Todd Payton might get uh, be the first coach on the chopping block this year. Barney? Nice. Um, yeah, I'm with you there with the wooden spoon. I, I can't say I'm winning more than about five games for the entire season, to be honest. Um, I think they'll score a few more points than what they did this year, but their defence is horrible. So, um, wooden spoon it is. They've got... Uh, Chad or Thomas Dearden to be moved on by the end of the season, even though they've only just come there this year. I, I looked at Chad for a long time thinking there's no <laughs> way he finishes this year. But, but yeah. I also think that um, Hamaso Fidel will be their player's player with probably the most tries and try assists for that Cowboys team. Excellent. Ollie? I've got to agree with you, Blake, so I've got them winning the wooden spoon. It's probably at least heading into a season from what I've seen, uh, the most unanimous choice to win a wooden spoon I don't think I've seen anyone not tip them yet or at least not 15th or 16th and I'm going to say Peyton probably gets sacked by about round five they start the season 0 and 5 and to make it a bit uh, different to you boys I have a feeling possibly this might be it where Taumalolo has enough and maybe at the end of the year um, mutually parts way with the Cowboys to go to England or get picked up somewhere else? You'd have to think probably the Roosters and the Cowboys can pay half of his contract. And <laughs> That's generally what happens. Yeah. Excellent. The Broncos. Ollie tipped Haas for the, the Dally M and said that if it wasn't him, it would be Clint Gutherson. Ugh. Barney tipped... Oh, I tipped 12 tries for Herbie and they won't win the spoon. Did he get 12 tries? Uh, I'm not sure. He's got a few. I'll have a look. I don't know. If, he might be. I think it was double figures. I don't know if it was twelve. Well, if he's twelve or above, I think we give it a. Are you looking at up, Barn, or am I? I'm trying to find oh, it. Look that I up. don't know where I'm going to find it though. <laughs> Brisbane Broncos try score. Keep reading them on the mold. All right. He has this one. Barney tipped that Croft and Milford will both be dropped and then moved on from the club, and they will finish in the bottom four. (laughs) Was this the the big one? That was the big one. That that was really good. I think he's nailed that. That's the leader, clubhouse leader for this year's prediction show. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, no other predictions from out wide. Sorry, Croft, will we move to hooker? Dearden will be half back of the year. Milford will be five eight of the year, and Corey Oates will be dropped. They're from some uh, celebrity guests. So <laughs> nine, was it nine tries? Nine tries. All right. So Barney, your clubhouse leader at the moment uh, for this year. Ollie, what are you thinking? Well, it, it's weird. It's it's a bit of a bold prediction. People are sort of tipping them to finish around there, but I'm, I'm going to make a statement, draw a line in the sand, and say Brisbane finish eighth, back in the top eight. I'll go you two better. I'm going to say Brisbane will finish sixth and uh, they'll have a, a 
on the back of their hot forward pack and obviously Adam Reynolds bringing a lot of direction to the club. Barney? I've got them only just missing the eight. I think they'll finish probably ninth. Um, I think Flegler might struggle this year coming off the back of injuries and um, he's, uh, yeah, I've just got a feeling that he's, he's not going to have a real good year this year. Um, on the flip side of that, I think Patrick Carrigan will act, will cement his name even further than what he already has and he'll be someone that's been talked about as one of the better players at the end of the season. Reynolds will be fantastic. He'll be their top point scorer um, by a mile. And I'm actually going to go with Jordan Pereira to be the top try scorer for the Broncos Ooh, next nice. year. I think he'll get a starting spot in the wing and he'll um, benefit from Reynolds being there. So. I like Pereira. Good player. And I like the I like what Cape will bring to their forward pack and getting Carrigan back. <coughs> And uh, a couple of young fellas coming through, so exciting times for Brisbane. Yeah, well, I remember there was that period in 2020 when um, the Dragons hit that little bit of form once Merritt found out he'd been sacked, and Ravalara and Pereira were arguably the, the form-win combination in the comp, and they both got dropped for no reason. Yes. It yeah. wasn't They weren't injured or anything, and... Yeah. yeah, still don't know why yeah. Ravalara... He was good come. at doing that, actually, how Merritt. Yeah. <laughs> he just dropped blokes for the hell of it. Uh, let's get to the Tigers. Barney tipped they'll finish 14th, and Billy Walters will be their best player if he's fit. Ollie tipped them for the wooden spoon. And I tipped they'll sign a marquee player for 2022, and Daggy will rejoice. Uh, I think Hastings Is Hastings marquee? For the Tigers, yes, 100%. And I guess Oliver Gildart's one of the best centres in the world, apparently, so... Well, in, we'll in England, England is, so we'll see. Uh, at this time, Trevor Smith called in uh, and said that the Tigers will have the most dominant forward pack in 2021. And, uh, yeah, Tony Finch tipped them to miss to make the finals, but no Faluma will be sacked. Uh, let's get to the Warriors. What about our picks for this year? Oh, we, didn't we do that? Whoops. Yeah, that's how it works. He doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going right. I will tip Oliver Gildart centre of the year. There we go. Ooh. I'm keeping the Lockhart train going. Um, Oliver Gildart to finish the season as the Tigers' top try scorer. So to do this, he, um, whoever he gets partnered with, whether it's Mamalo or Nofaluma, might not be too happy with him. I'm tipping maybe a bit of a Wanga Blake. Season. Don't pass the ball and just <laughs> go for it yourself. Barney? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to go with the Tigers to finish in the bottom four. Um, Brooks or Madge to be... Moved on, or possibly both, by the end of the season. Um, Stefano will be their player's player, I think. Uh, and again, we'll get into that, uh, the extended New South Wales squad uh, come origin time. I think Hastings may struggle for the first four or six games, but he'll come good by sort of halfway through the season. So. Yeah, well, I imagine he'd be... Uh, we'll talk. We'll, now, we'll analyse the team next year. We'll move on. Uh, interesting to see who partners him in the halves. The Warriors... Last year we said, I said they'll finish top six and Chanel Harris Tavita will be 5'8 of the year. Barney said top eight pushing top four. <laughs> and Ollie will finish seventh or eighth. They're a bit disappointing, those Warriors, eh? They were a bit disappointing. Uh, I'm saying for this year that either Ewan Aitken or Josh Curran will play representative footy as a second rower. Right. Will be in hot form next year, and one of them will make the New South. I think both New South Welshmen will make the extended New South so, Welsh, yeah. New South Wales squad. Ollie, uh, 
I've got uh, the Warriors to finish 15th. I think they're going to drop right down, at least for this year, because it seems all the players that they're targeting and trying to sign is for 2023. They brought in SJ, who uh, he's great when he's on, but he's been injury prone. I feel like Reese Walsh has been, well, he has been exposed this year a bit, and it's going to be interesting how he reacts to the recent off field situation. I just don't necessarily see him hitting him, his straps, maybe getting that bit of a sophomore syndrome in his second year. Um, and I've, I've put here in brackets, sorry, AFB and Fanua Blake, because I feel like it definitely won't be his fault that they finish there. And uh, Nathan Brown to be the second coach sacked. Yeah, Brown, you might be under pressure, Barn. Right. Okay. I think they'll actually improve from what they put on this year. I think Sean Johnson actually adds a fair bit, especially in attack, which they were missing a lot of direction last year in their halves. As soon as they can keep him on the field, I think they'll still just miss the eight, but they'll be one of those teams fighting for that bottom eight position at, at the end of the year. Uh, he's both stolen one of mine each, actually. Walsh to struggle um, with second-year syndrome and Curran to be included in the, the wider New South Wales squad. Um, as I mentioned, I think they'll just miss the eight. Uh, let's find another one off the top of my head because I had two of them stolen. Uh, oh, Adam Fanua Blake, front row of the year. Very good. Uh, St. George, Illawarra. Oh, oh. How about this one, Oliver? <laughs> <coughs> Where are we going to find him now? I tipped, uh, oh, I had a bonus tip that Ravalar will be in the top five wingers in the game. I think I got that run wrong. Mm-hmm. I also tipped that Cade Ellis would be an elite prop and a super coach star. He's off to Wigan. <laughs> uh, Barney tipped him the wooden spoon. And Ollie tipped them to make the eight. They have talent on paper. Lomax and McGuinness, consistent. Uh, Lomax and Ravala will be the best centre wing combo in the game. And then we had a discussion about whether the Dragons keep McGuinness. And you said, and Barney said, of course they will. <laughs> <laughs> but so Barney doesn't mind being, being wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are you saying, Barney? Well, Dragons are idiots for letting go of McGuinness. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down. I think they'll end up with almost the exact same stats as I had last year. But as I mentioned earlier, I think the bottom half will actually have a few more wins. So they'll, um, they won't actually finish any higher than what they finished this year. They'll think they'll actually finish lower than where they, they finished this year. Uh, I've got Lomax as their top point scorer, which isn't really all that bold realistically. But um, I think Bird, uh, Jack Bird will get their player's player. Uh, and I think that young Sloan will end up being their top try scorer. Yeah, uh, this is probably my least bold prediction, to be honest, knowing how things are looking. And, you know, the Dragons are that wildcard team we spoke last week about how we could probably see them scraping into the eight at best and at worst <laughs> right down there possibly winning the spoon. But I've got uh, Sullivan, Amone and the Guy brothers to be severely underutilised as Hook favours the older players to the club's detriment. I feel I like... Uh, I feel like that's something that might happen too. I, I feel like Sloane's probably the only one that's exempt who's got to be in there. And the rest of them, I feel like, probably should. But they won't. And I feel like it's going to hurt the Dragons a bit. I'm tipping Tyrell Sloane to be the super coach star of the year. To uh, I think he'll be the second fullback in lots of teams and he'll, he'll average high 90s and uh, be very good next year. I don't know what it means for them. I still think they're probably going to finish bottom four. Uh, let's get to the Canberra Raiders. Well, here's where we <laughs> oh, no. swung it and missed. Barney, Ollie, let's jump off now. Tip them for the 2021 Premiership. Daggy, tip them for the minor Premiership. And Corey Harawira Naira will be Clive Churchill medalist. 
And Barney said they'll finish second or third. Ryan James will be by of the year. Hudson Young will be a superstar in the second row. I feel like we should also add that Barney did go on to tip them to win the Premiership too. Yeah. So I think all th- all three of us ended up having them to win As the Premiers. Comp. Yeah. And yeah. But uh, unfortunately, Ryan James wasn't by of the year, Barney. No, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> what are you he saying from two to... good games there where he started the season, but um, fell away dram- dramatically, didn't he? Um, I think they missed the eight again, and I think uh, Jack White might even be pushed out by the end of next season. To wow. be honest, um, Croker's going to be Croker's going to struggle. They're going to try and keep him in there, but he's going to be dropped and possibly retire by the end of the season. Um, and I can see Tom Starling being the starting hooker by the end of the season with. Um, with Hodgson moving in to probably play a bit of seven at different times during the year, especially towards the back end, because I think they're going to have some problems in the halves that they're going to try and fix with Hodgson. Wow. Uh, I'm tipping that Jared Croker will be dropped and moved on by the end of the year, whether that's retirement or England. I, I don't think he'll be playing in the National Rugby League by this time next year. And I think Josh Hodgson might be pushed out as well. I think he could end up uh, somewhere, maybe even north of the border. But, uh, but Ollie. Yeah, so I've not necessarily got Jack White to be pushed out of the club, but at some point in the season, I think he's going to be dropped from the side and playing reserve grade at least for a few weeks because we've spoken about it at Nauseam about how he needs to be moved to either the centres, the second row, even lock. He's just not a six, and especially without that game-controlling seven in the side, he's going to struggle. But I feel like the Raiders will persist with him at six because he won the Dalian medal two years ago at six when he had a, a, a halfback in Aiden Caesar with him. But I just feel like he, um, he'll he be dropped at some point in the season for his form. And when he comes back, they'll probably play him at six again. Fair enough. Um, interesting year for the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. I look forward to see how that unfolds. Uh, does Ricky keep his job? <sighs> probably. He won't. If he gets sacked, it'll be end of the year. I think he at least is safe for the duration of 2022. Barn, nothing to add? No, I don't think that. I, I can't see him getting rid of Ricky. I think they'll get rid of half the player base before they get rid of Ricky. Probably. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah I said interesting times ahead there. Uh, the top of the bottom eight, Cronulla. Last year, Trev Smith tipped John Morris' first coach sacked. Uh, I said that Shane Flanagan will be appointed for 2022. Barney said for Fee to be dropped and pushed out of the club, John Morris sacked by round 12, break. Blake Braley, MVP, and they will miss the top eight. Surprised if they win two from the first eight. That's not bad, Barn. Was Braley the MVP? Uh, no, Will Kennedy. I'd say Will Kennedy probably was, but he would have been up there. He was one of their top probably three or four players. And Ollie tipped John Morris getting sacked, so I guess we all yeah. smelt the blood in the water last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barn, what hopes do you have for next season? I honestly think we'll we'll make the top sharks and make the top eight this year. Um, coming, I think they'll finish around seventh. I think Cameron McGinnis and Hines will be the have the most influence on this team. I think the, those two buys will have a dramatic impact on the um, the attack for the sharks. I think Fafita will retire by the end of the season. Um, Raymond, the top try scorer, and I actually think Toby Rudolph's going to have a season where he drops off a bit. To be honest, I think he's as gonna, opposed um, to this year he dropped off a bit. Gonna, I think he's going to struggle even worse. I think he's going to uh, regress and possibly not find himself in the team by the end of the year. Ali? So I've got, uh, obviously we know 
Cam McInnes, he busts his ass. He'll be an absolute workhorse. Uh, but people also, and rightly so, talking up Dale Finucan and Nico Hines. I'm not saying saying either of those blokes will have a bad season, but I'm tipping Cam McInnes to easily be the best signing out of those three and that he will be presented um, Cronulla's player of the season at the end of the year. Exciting to see him back, hey? Yeah. <laughs> see what he brings yep. to the club. Uh, my prediction for, I think I make the eight, but my prediction for the Sharks is Nico Hines will be named at New South Wales number 14. Nice. Off his uh, hot form at the start of the year. Uh, we're halfway through, so we might have a celebrity comment. Uh, Action Bailey sent in his thoughts on a bold prediction, so we'll play that now. Or we won't. What's going on here? Please stand by. From Penrith's epic grand final win last week, but I'll give these bold predictions. Here we go. Action. G'day, boys. Action Bailey here. At Fat Harry Laley on all the socials. I'm still coming down from Penrith's epic grand final win last week, but I'll give these bold predictions a go. All right, number one. Cam Munster will sign with the 17th franchise as the marquee man. Number two, Nathan Brown will be the first coach sacked. And uh, number three, Penrith won't be in the top four next year. The last two years will have taken their toll on the young boys and the other teams will figure this out and attack. Unless something changes at fullback, we'll struggle to score points. Cheers, fellas. Now I'm gearing up to go to the Redcliffe tomorrow and watch the mighty Wynnum Manly Seagulls take on Norse in the Q Cup Grand Final. I hope you're all watching. Furthermore, I'd like to personally invite the Footy and Frothies crew up to Queensland next year to attend a win. Game some tins in the chook pen, just as I am aiming to be in Penrith for round one next year. Surely Queen Anna opens up the borders by then. Anyway, love your work, boys. Thanks, Action. Awesome uh, to hear from him. Well done, and awesome that my production skills managed to pick up my phone going off at the same time. So (laughs) good from me. Uh, It's, uh, yeah, I agree with all of them. I think there's some very good predictions. Interesting from a diehard Panthers fans, but I'm missing them top four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We will, we might, I haven't even thought of this, but we might do some predictions on uh, Redcliffe uh, at the end. Maybe where the new franchise we see it heading. We'll we'll, uh, take that under advisement as we move on. And get to the bottom of the top eight. The Gold Coast. Actually, now I'll read out a few more. Uh, Evan said Souths will miss the eight next year. Brad Arthur will be sacked after round six. And uh, from our great mates at PCTC, some of the crew there wrote in with some predictions, which I did not copy and paste. So I'll read them later. <laughs> <laughs> Last year's Gold Coast Titans uh, uh, tips were... Tino will have a better season than Fafita and be the Titans' best player outright. Is that a yay or a nay? He had a better better season than Fafita. It's he'd be up there for best player, but I don't think he pips Mo. I think I think Mo's probably was our best player. So I'll, I'll give myself zero point five. Zero point five, Barney. Well, how are you rating it? I I think he probably on a consistency basis. I think he probably was their best player of the year. To be honest, was he better than Fafita? Fafita won them more games, but I think, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he was better than Fafita. Yeah. 
no, fair enough there. Uh, as I've, I've just got those other ones up now. But uh, what else was said here? Uh, Barney, Titans top eight. De- Tino will be the Daily M second rower of the year. Hmm. No. Well, if Who was I'm, the other one? It was Kikau and... Kikau and Papali'i. Papali'i. But I, I mean, if... Um, if Justin Holbrook didn't screw around with the Ford pack so often and had him playing prop half the time, then you might have been right there, Barney. But So we'll blame Holbrook for that one, I reckon. I had them uh, in the top four. I had Holbrook as coach of the year and AJ as fullback of the year. I was all in on the Titans this year. <laughs> Trev tipping for the wooden spoon. So this year, Ali, what are you saying? Yeah, this is going to be a bit of a somber one. Um, The Titans will be the disappointment of the season. They'll miss the top eight. They won't finish bottom four, but they'll miss the top eight relatively easily. Um, I I sort of feel like they'll be out of the hunt for the eight with a couple of weeks to go. I, I feel like there is room to improve on this season. I'm just not sure how much they'll improve. They've not shown me that they'll improve a whole lot. And the big kicker is as well, your teams like Brisbane, Cronulla, I mean, Canberra are still going to be thereabouts. Newcastle, I think, will drop off a bit, but still be thereabouts. Um, there's more competition for that eighth spot than there was last season. I think that's going to hurt the Titans. It's a weird year, as I said, because it, it feels like... I feel like every team's regressing next yeah. year, bar maybe two... Uh, so does it bring them closer, or does well, every other the team? They're, they're just, all gonna. They all suck. So it's like it, it's a sliding <laughs> scale. Crap teams are getting a bit better, and the teams who were good are dropping off a bit. So they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, uh, Barn, what are you saying about the Titans? Yeah, I've got them finishing eighth again. I think you'll see minimal improvement. Uh, the, the the one place that they can improve is obviously I think they'll get a bit more um, a bit more from their fullback than what they got out of AJ at different times this year. I think uh, the Campbell will be a constant threat and probably their player's player and top try scorer by the end of the year. Um, I think the, the forwards will be strong, but again, I think they'll struggle in the outside backs. And yeah, I don't can't really see them moving forwards or backwards. They're going to sort of stay in the same spot. I um, My tip is that Toby Sexton will have 20-plus try assists next year. Tipping a big year for Sexy Sexton uh, in his first full-time First grade gig. <laughs> Hopefully he gets the gig. Um, <laughs> that's the Gold Coast Titans. Now, the PCTC feedback, uh, our official... Oh, sorry. Um, is it five games for Rookie of the Year? Yes. If it is, I'm pretty sure Campbell played five games this year, so yeah, cause we, um, I would have okay. him as being Rookie of the Year <clears throat> next year. <laughs> I was going to ask that at the end, but yeah, we, uh, we will do that. Um, yeah, so from PCTC, some of the feedback. Kelly and Brock, is that uh, our man Brock? No. Yep. Uh, Dragons top four, Bulldogs top eight. Munster contract torn up. Scotty Tuzel, uh, <laughs> the Mighty Panthers back to back. Anthony Wilson, Tigers coach sacked after five rounds. Raiders will miss the eight. Cowboys to make the eight. Just uh, and Broncos and Bulldogs will make the eight as well. Uh, are the tips from him. Gaz was working on the reverse mock and tipping Parra to miss the eight in the hope that. Uh, they might have a bit more success. So, good job, Gaz. Uh, let's get to Newcastle. Just a bit of clarity. Wilson is a Cowboys supporter as well. So. Yeah, it does explain it. Uh, Newcastle Knights. Where the hell did I put my notes? There they are. Uh, yeah. Ollie tipped that they will miss the eight easily and that Mitchell Pierce will leave. 
Barney tipped that Jack Jordans will take Fitzgibbon's starting spot by halfway through the year and Connor Watson will be a superstar at 13. And Daggy tipped that Connor Watson's move to lock will see him in the top four in the Dalian medal. I am going to tip them this year, though, to miss to finish in the bottom four. I think it's going to catch up with them. I think Aiden O'Brien, Aiden O'Brien, might as well be the 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 non Coolmore O'Brien. Will be moved on, and uh, I think either Ponga or Pierce will leave the club this year. I can see Caelan Ponga leaving the club oh, now. So he, what are you thinking, Barney? <laughs> you just just rinse and repeat of what you just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going Missing the eight, O'Brien getting sacked. I've got Ponga and Pierce both leaving. Um, Ponga to be the ma- the franchise man for the seventeenth team in Queensland. Yep. And um, Pierce might even end up there with him. To be honest. <laughs> well, there's no. F- we'll say that off air. There's no. There's not exactly a wealth of halfbacks around. No. No. They and won't want to one and- more year out of him while they try to size up somebody else. It's probably not a well, bad. Well, here's the thing: they're not they're not going to want to start a club with Ash Taylor at seven, are they? So you wouldn't think so. Uh, they're going to want someone. Ollie. This is kind of crazy because I didn't even remember my prediction, bowl prediction last year for Newcastle, but it's pretty much the exact same and it's very <laughs> similar to you boys. I've got it missing the top eight, um, but I've also got Mitchell Pearce le- having left the club halfway through the year. I think he goes before the season ends. And if I had to tip right now, I'd say probably Catalans over in the UK just because they're apparently looking at him. And I'll go even further. I'd say they sign him thinking he'll have a James Maloney impact and he won't. <laughs> Uh, how many tries will Jared Croker score in the UK next year? In the UK? Um, well, if he can stay fit, uh, oh, between 15 and 20, a nice, a nice respectable... Yeah. That Kevin Aguama is a good player these days. He'll let in about 30, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Defence doesn't matter over there. <laughs> that, that, that'd be a, a record, only letting in 30 tries for a centre. <laughs> Parramatta. Well, didn't we go hard? I'm <laughs> this has been the weirdest. I think it's because Davey Ray's left, but uh, I've turned around a Paramount. I used to hate him. Now I don't mind him. Uh, mark my words is what I said. Mitchell Moses to be shopped around by round 15 and Brad Arthur sacked. Ollie, <laughs> Daniel Avaro to cement himself in the top side as the top prop. I think it was within the next week. <laughs> Which side was he? It was within himself? the next week he went to the Dragons. It might have even been the next day. Barney Eels finishing closer to the top eight, uh, top to the bottom of the top eight than the top. Dylan Brown will be the top three Dally M, the <laughs> uh, top top three in the Dally M's, and Brad Arthur will be sacked. Barney, what do you got for us? Yeah, um, I'm actually. I think Parramatta's going to make the top four this year. Um, coming, I've got Mahoney to be their best player. Um, by a fair way, I think if they if he stays on the field for him, he's going to be a big part of what they um, what they're all about. And I think he will start at hooker for Queensland in the state of origin. And I've got Dylan Brown to leave the club. Uh, what are you saying? So I've got the Eels to drop to their lowest finish in four seasons. That'll be seventh. I'm tipping as they lose both Gutherson and Marnie to the new Brisbane club. Wow. I am. I'm tipping Dylan Brown leaves. I'm tipping Marnie goes to the new Brisbane club, but I'm also tipping Mitchell Moses for the Daly M medal. So I'm all. I've, I've come back around on Mitch now. Fantastic <laughs> end of the year. I think he will springboard off Origin and springboard off his finish this year, 
and will be even a little bit less of a flat track bully. Might average 40 on some of the slow tracks as well. The worry is, though, for Mitch Moses, I've noticed a pattern. 2017, he had a really good year, dropped off 2018. 2019, had a really good year, dropped off 2020. Had a, arguably his best season in 2021. Hopefully, When's his contract up? End of 2023, okay. 24. He, he just re-signed it. He's re-signed he did, he signed two-year extension. Yeah, apparently going to sign with Brisbane, yeah. Yeah, he signed two-year extension, that's right. Because he was going, he was done deal at Brisbane for a while there. Apparently, yeah, unless... Mose, wasn't it, unless... Because Gumpy yeah. had been told by someone who you would know he'll be yeah. at Brisbane within weeks. Unless, but he did say unless Parramatta up their offer, which... Yeah, obviously they did. Yeah. But they can't keep all of them. Uh, I think I can see Brown... Well, t- to add to mine, I feel like they'll make the wrong choice and go all in on Gutherson and possibly a near Cora and a Papali he might go as well, but they'll fail. As oh. in, they'll go in hard for Gutho and then the new Brisbane team will come in, slap 900k down and that'll be it. I'd love near Corey at the Tigers. I really, I don't know, like, if you're going to find someone, I would, I would love to have him because he can cover, he can defend in the centres. He can play front row and he can tackle in the back row. So, well, there was a period there where Nick Corre anyway. and Opacek were probably the best, mm. the form, centre combination in the comp. The Sydney Roosters, last year we said that I said they will come out red hot and then limp their way into the top eight once age catches up with them. I don't know if age caught up with them, hey. but it was <laughs> that's not far off. Uh, I'm giving myself uh, yeah. a ding. Yeah. Okay, it's long. Barney's predicted them to finish sixth. Radley, lock of the year, and Robbo will move to France by the end of the year. He, he's not moved to France, however, Barney. He has signed on as I think it's either the manager or he's he, he's on the board now of French rugby league. I think so. Really? Yeah, right. There's a little little something there for you. Something <laughs> there. You get to half mark. Ollie said they'll finish fourth or fifth with Penrith. Fifth. They finished fifth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they will regret letting Flanagan go because Sam Walker and Lamb will both struggle. I hate Sam Walker. <laughs> He's beaten my team twice and I got it wrong. They did struggle, but overall I think nah, they, they, get the, they did well enough. Well, I guess you could say to an extent maybe they missed Flanagan when uh, Kiri went out and maybe it would have been... Uh, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you saying for this year? What are you saying for this year? This year, the Roosters are going to win the comp. I uh, think that we've said Luke Keary and the, the rest of the Calvary coming back and at full strength, uh, tipping them to win the Premiership. There aren't that many teams who are improving for 2022. We established this, especially in the, the sort of the top four, top six. I think the Roosters will be the only team, at least that on paper, we can see improving with the players coming back. It'll be like a, all these, it, they'll be like new signings. It'll force them to play a bit different and they'll surprise a few teams. And I think they'll go all the way in terms of the regular season. I've got them finishing second, uh, which is above the Melbourne Storm. I'll just say that for now. I, uh, I'm i tipping them for minor premiership. I think they're the team that I can see on the up. Uh, from last year, where I'm, I'm suggesting a lot of teams are, have peaked. I think they're the one that I was just so impressed what they achieved this year and what they've got to come, uh, what they've got to come back. Uh, but I'm tipping, uh, yeah, minor premiership for them and Angus Crichton, Clive Churchill medalist this year. Barney. Very good. I've got the Roosters to finish in the top three. I think Kiri is going to come back. He's going to have the most try assists for anybody in the competition and win the Dalian medal. 
Um, I expect Joseph Sawali to be a permanent starter by about round 10 of the competition. And uh, I'll double down with Radley as lock of the year, um, <laughs> same as last year. They could, they've got a rep for, uh, they've got a rep forward pack next year. Yep. They get Lindsay Collins back, uh, yep. and uh, Guzzi Crichton, Radley, and um, young Egan Butcher's come through as well. And the other one, I forget, a couple of the young Fletcher, boys. yeah, Fletcher Baker as well, have come through. They Satilli there yeah. as well. Exciting the times at the, the Roosters. Yeah. Well, I think we've all got them in pretty pretty high stead. So and we haven't even mentioned Joey Manu, the goat. Where's Where's Joey? <laughs> top ten still? I think yeah, top ten, and he's playing for a contract. Probably at the Warriors if they're going to th- splash the cash at him. So he's going to have to have a big year to, to earn that money. Uh, let's get to Manly. The Seagulls last year. Ollie tipped that Kate Cust will be forced out due to lack of opportunity. Barney tipped Morgan Harper, top try scorer, and will take uh, Brad Parker's spot. They'll finish eighth at best, and uh, Ben Trevojevic will be rookie of the year. <laughs> Uh, I said they will make the top six bolstered by their young Fords. Uh, Turbo and Foran will stay fit and lead them to plenty of points. I think that's the first one I've got right the whole time. <laughs> uh, and, and we had a couple of, of uh, people write in and tip them for the grand final, which uh, they weren't far off. No. I'm going to say for next year, Ola Kawatu, Dali M's second rower of the year is my bold prediction. I think they finish, I think they finish fourth or fifth. If Turbo stays fit, if he doesn't, then uh, they finish tenth. <laughs> Only uh, I've well, this is considering um, considering that teams are starting to work out Turbo, especially in the final series. Some teams will pick up on it. So even with Turbo in the side, whether he's in the side or not, at some point in the first half of the season, Manly will go on a minimum three-game losing streak, and they will drop out of the top four. I'm thinking probably. F- Fifth right now, Barn. Yeah, okay. I've got um, Manly just just scraping into fourth position. Um, I think obviously Tom will be everything for them in their attack. I've, I'm going to go with what I've been saying they should do for probably two seasons now, and Jake will end up in the front row by the end of the season with um, young Schuster going back into 13. <clears throat> and I'm expecting a massive year out of Paseca. I think he's yeah. going to be one of the better front rowers running around by the end of the season. Yeah, he's looked good at times, didn't he? And he just uh, he hasn't had a lot of opportunity. He, he was injured for a bit, but yeah, <coughs> Manly will be fine. Uh, any Insta feedback, Ollie? Yeah, we did get some Insta feedback um, from a a couple of uh, people that we know. Uh, one of them, your brother, the Flobbastino, as we like to call him. Flobbastino. Uh, keen to see him tomorrow and have a chat to him. He says Penrith to go back-to-back, but the grand final will be Penrith versus Para, and he's also tipping the Tigers for the wooden spoon. Mm. So um, a bit of a jab at mm. his old brother there. Where's one from JP? Yeah, we've got one from JP Amos, who uh, part of the Virtus Rugby League Academy. Uh-huh. He's a former assistant coach at the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters, um, so it's great to have him right in. He says, Manly Minor Premiers beating the Storm in the GF by four. If he gets this right, that... He's getting the plaque. He would just about get the plaque, yeah. And we've got one here from Benny, who just says, Warriors 2022, baby. So I take it, we take that as a premiership prediction. He's a good man, Benny. If it's the Benny I'm thinking of, we'll get him on the show next year. Yeah, good man. Uh, Good fan of the show. Good super coach man. So we'll we'll actually get him on. uh, Shout out to him. Get him on for next year. 
Uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs. <coughs> Last year. Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. Huh? Oh, we're doing, we're doing the finals thing, are we? Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I did not write down the Melbourne Storm predictions. Uh, <laughs> Munster, Trev tipped Munster for the Daly M. Uh, I did write them down here somewhere. I tipped that uh, they will finish the season with both the Kiwi and Australian hookers in the team. Was that a yay or a nay? Is Harry Grant the Australian hooker? Uh, no. Probably not a finalist. No. Cook, Cook probably yeah. edged him back I, out. I think Cook probably edged him. And you could make an argument too for Coruscant just how he ended nah. the year. Well, I'm thinking if if there's... No, Cheese, cheese get the Kiwi. Cheese is a Kiwi hooker. Yeah, 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 he's a Kiwi no, Yeah, Coruscant is a New South Orphan. I think Cook gets it on his finals efforts. Yeah, it'd be Cook, definitely the front runner. Barney said that Welsh and Munster will co-captain the team. Pappenhausen will be fullback of the year. Nico will ask for his release halfway through the year, and Bellamy will retire. <laughs> Olam, Ollie said Olam will become the game's best centre and Dallium centre of the year. He's a beast. They've got one. He He's a beast. a beast. The Cornwall. All right, what are you saying for next year, Oliver? For next year, uh, well, I've got Melbourne regressing a little bit to third, but I've got a specific prediction. So I've got uh, Penrith winning the minor premiership. There's a bit of a spoiler there, and the Roosters finishing second. So my tip is the Storm will go 0-2 against the Panthers in the regular season and lose at least once to the Roosters. 0-2 against Penrith and lose to the Roosters. Okay. At least once. Possibly both times. That's a good bold prediction. I am saying that they regress a lot. I actually have them finishing seventh by the time I wrote out my <laughs> my top order. And I'm saying Cam Munster leaves. He'll either fuck up again or he'll sign with Redcliffe. I or think, both. I think all you'll need is for Melbourne to finish seventh. You don't even need your whole prediction. I think you'll get the plaque if that happens. Because I'm saying that they're missing a few early, only a couple, only in one game. But there's, there's a lot they've got to get right next year. And I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, Barney. Yeah, I'm going to go with them just to miss the top four. I've got them actually in fifth. Uh, I think they'll still be competitive in the final uh, series and probably make the preliminary final and get knocked out in that one, um, so similar to this year. But Munster going up to the to the Queensland team that gets introduced, and I think Cheese might follow him up there as well, to be honest. Right. Um, I've got Coates as their top try scorer, and I think Pappenhausen may struggle at different parts of next year. South Sydney Rabbitohs. So last year, Barney said that uh, they will finish top three. I'm going to play up. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't my buttons working here? Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, that uh, that uh, Arrow will be by of the year. Uh, no. no. And Sewell will have a breakout year. Uh, he had a breakout no. final series. Uh, well, I don't think he did. I wouldn't say the breakout. He's good at times, he, but he, not good enough. He's off to the Dragons next year, so I'd argue he was slightly disappointing. No. Uh, Ollie Corey Allen will stay at the Bunnies <laughs> and be fullback. <laughs> he is a better fullback than Latrell Mitchell. I, th- <laughs> I think. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I completely forgot I made that prediction, and all year we were going on about this Dragons thing. I, I think that's well and truly topped it. <laughs> if I tip a player to have a good year, by by next <laughs> week off. they're going to have been released to another club and flop. That's or they'll retire. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to start making a team. So Daniel Alvaro's captain and prop, 
and Corey Allen can I be still, the fullback. I still need GTs, and I still need my um, team. Oh, oh yeah, mispronunciation. Daggy tipped that the addition of size in the forward pack will see them easily in the top four, and they are grand final material. And more importantly, they'll finally have a decent Anzac Day jersey. <laughs> I thought the blue one was all right. It was inoffensive. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, you but have Mark Nichols and Tom Burgess to thank for that, I think. I do. Uh, yeah, I think so. The professor, all our favourite. I think if we all... In terms of the size to the four. Hasn't the professor just leapfrogged into our favourite teams? Uh, th- just on a side note, did you, Blake, see his um, acceptance speech when he got players player? No, Dude. I missed he goes, he goes, I usually try to go under the radar and somehow this year I've managed to have a breakout season. Right? It was pretty good. Yeah. The, see, the bloke's perfect. He's even good at um, at speeches. Talk the house down. Hang on a sec. Uh, it was fantastic. I had the score tries. I had the main uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Set up tries. I had to, I had to actually do something. Do you one better? If I can find it. Uh, yeah, oh, what's your tip, Bolly, while I look at this? Yeah, so I'm tipping South Sydney to just scrape into the top four. I feel like the loss of Adam Reynolds... Surprise, surprise will be big. And without having that out-and-out out seven, I know Blake Taft's got tendencies and I think he will be the seven to start the year. Other than that, you pretty much got Milford and uh, Walker in the halves who were two running halves. Um, so I don't think that'll work out too well, which I think it also impacts Cody Walker's form because he's going to have to do more work. In saying that, I'm tipping the man who I tipped last year to not be the best fullback at South Sydney, Latrell Mitchell, to win the Dalian medal. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, this is uh, the professor. I spent most of my career trying to fly under the radar, and um, this year's been a bit unexpected. I've um, had to start games. I've had to captain the club. (laughs) (laughs) I've had to score tries. I've had to give speeches. Um, Again, tonight, I've got to give a speech, but... um, Yeah, the great man. Can I change my Dalian medal pick? I've just listened to... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am. Uh, I'm saying <laughs> that Reynolds is a massive loss, and, and I'm saying there are other losses, are big losses as well. Uh, I think they still finish fourth or fifth. I'm tipping Latrell Mitchell off the back of the way he finished this year to have a, a massive year and uh, 25 plus try and try assists. Will that also be 25 plus daily end points by the end? There you go. Hopefully. I, I think it's Luttrell's in the year next year. Barn? Who do, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, there you go. No, Tip Payne Haas last year, yeah. so he, he won't win it. Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll reconfirm all our old predictions at the end there. Uh, Barney? I think South will drop um, four or five positions, to be honest. I think I've got them finishing sixth or seventh at the end of the season. I think their attack's going to be a shadow of what it was this year. I can't see them being as lethal on the edges as they were. Uh, Murray will get their players player, and I'm pretty sure he'll be captain uh, for the team next year. Yeah. And um, as with you guys, the trail will have the most tackle busts, the most tries, and possibly the most try assists, and be their their um, go to in attack. Very good. Uh, the Penrith, no, the Mel. I'm all confused now. Penrith is all left. Yes. That's right. Sorry, I've written it in later order. Silly me. Uh, Penrith. Last year, I tipped them to miss the top eight. Barney tipped them fourth. And Lin Yu will be, become the starting prop. Stephen Crichton, the New South Wales centre. And Ollie tipped that Luai will clearly have the better season than Nathan Cleary. You may uh, as well tell us what you think of the, he's going to happen with the Premiers. 
Yeah, well, this is a. Uh, it, this isn't necessarily the biggest prediction or the most outlandish one to be making a finish up, up unfortunately. But um, I've got Isaac Tago, uh, Trav's boy, to establish himself as a first-grade centre and win Rookie of the Year. Penrith, I think he's going to start at centre next year. They need a centre in there. They've got Burton going and they've also... They're not going to be playing Charlie Staines next year. So um, either position he can fill in for. I think he can also play a bit of second row, but I feel like centre will be his position in 2022 and at the moment yeah I'm tipping him for rookie of the year isn't it it's just disgusting how there's always next one up for Penrith isn't it someone's gone and they've always got a boom rookie who's coming in and I think that'll be Tago appalling Barn I've got Penrith to finish in the top three um, but I do have them missing the grand final uh, next year I think um, young Eddie Blacker will get a handful of games uh, during the year and I think he'll cement himself as a good future prospect coming through um, I'll double down again with Linu. I know I missed this year, but I, it's surely he gets a starting spot by the end of next year. And um, kick out will go. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying they... I Originally, I've crossed it out, but I said they'll miss the top four, but I've penned it because of lack of opposition. Um, I'm saying Charlie Staines and Taro May are both gone from the club by the end of next year, if not sooner. And I think Kiko Gaz as well and goes to Redcliffe. Tyron made up to break up with his missus first. Yeah, well. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Uh, I think Staines uh, might end up in England by the ne- end of next year. Uh, does Nathan Cleary have a cousin that Staines can date? He probably keep does. Him, I don't know. Him, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not the across the Cleary family tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. That's our... Oh, we're doing a... Um, yeah, yeah, we've got a bit more to do, but that's yeah. it for the latter. Uh, and I'm just going to double check. That's it for all of last year's predictions. So we need to agree on the winner of last year's bold predictions. I, th- I thought it's Barney. I think it's Barney. I think we just give it it's to Barney, Barney for across the board. You nailed Brisbane. I think you nailed South, and you nailed Cronulla, wasn't it? Cronulla. Yes, you got Cronulla right. You got uh, well. You didn't get Jo right, but you got you got South right, and there's another one you got right. I think Barney, you're our inaugural winner of the bold prediction show. I will uh, do something nice for you. Oh, thank you. Let's name the award after yeah, you from tomorrow. here on out. We've got the Barney the bold and stuff. The Ollie Lewis. We've got the the the, the Barnabas bold predictions. There you go. I like it. We never did find out who our player of the finals was, did we? We didn't go back and do the stats. We'll do it and uh, throw up a grab. Ah, let's say Cleary. Um, <laughs> actually, no, it was Cam Murray. Let's just say it was Cam Murray. Uh, I'll go with Murray or Yo. Brian Kelly. All right. I'll, I'll actually go and listen back and I'll send you the actual numbers. <laughs> Thanks, Barney. <laughs> so congratulations, Barney, our inaugural bold prediction winner. Beautiful. And another award for your little trophy cabinet in the garage there. Yeah? So uh, let's just tick off a couple of things. Your buy of the year for now. Oh, no, well, we've got to do buys. Who do you think's the headline acts for Redcliffe? Mark? As I mentioned, um, I mentioned a few names on the way through. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure Ponger will go back there. He's got um, next year, he's still contracted to the Knights, but it's in his favour. So if they come knocking, he's a Queensland boy. Um, as a marquee, number one up there. As I said, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Pierce and Munster both go as well. So I can see that being the um, their inaugural halves. Uh, starting and 
if Munster goes, I'm pretty sure Cheese might follow him up there as well. So you've got a pretty good six, seven, nine, and one there to start off with. So, Ali, what are you thinking? Yeah, so, well, I said Gutherson and Marnie. I, I feel like the the third to finish off that big trio, it's got to be Cam Munster, and uh, it's going to be it's the worst kept secret in the game. Wayne Bennett's going to be the head coach. Yeah, uh, well, he was my first one, Wayne Bennett, uh, head coach. Uh, and I'm saying uh, I'm saying that uh, Ponga ends up there. I'm saying Reed Marnie ends up there. And I'm saying Munster. They're the three marquees. I'll start Chuck with a kick, quick kick out in there and too. Kick out. Don't be surprised if Kick out ends up up there as well. Uh, kick out, I think, is almost. A, I want to say certainty. He might be one of the shortest price to be. Up. I think Munster and Kick out will be the first two. They'll sign somehow. And Bennett, look for that announcement soon. Uh, your buy of the year for next year. Uh, I'll say Jackson Hastings. Why not live in hope? Ollie. By the year next year, up oh, Cam McInnes. Bye. Yeah, um, I mentioned a couple on the way through. McInnes will be up there in Hines, but I, I honestly think Tavita Pangai Jr., I think he would have learned a little bit, even though it was only a couple of weeks at the Panthers. Um, he seemed, once he did leave Brisbane, that he did have a bit more of a professional edge to him, and if he can take that to the Dogs and be their leader for their, their pack, I think he'll be the buyer of the season. Uh, we all agreed Cowboys wooden spoon. Yeah, that right? Yep. Premiers. <laughs> mm, yes, um, I'm tossing up between the Roosters and Manly at the moment. Um, they're, they're my two go-tos. I'd, I'd probably just go Manly to be a little bit different. So you're thinking their um, bit of seasoning for their back row is going to work one? Yeah, I, I, I really think that Jake needs to go into the front row just to stiffen up that middle and they, they can get someone else that can ball play and play on the edge as well as Schuster and Ola Katow, So I'm saying the Roosters. I'm saying the Roosters as well, but I guess to give a bit more to my prediction, I say they beat Penrith in the grand final in a reverse of 2003. Your rookie of the year is a tricky one, uh, as always, but uh, I'll, is Jay, if we if Jaden Campbell's eligible, I think it'll be him. Uh, well, I've got young... Is Toby t- Sexton eligible? Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I'll give a sexy. Why not? It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's five games, and I know... Uh, from it, what I looked at, I think Sloan's played seven, know. so that okay. leave, I was looking at Sloan, yep. but I'm pretty sure he's played seven now, so that kids him out of the running. I'd be going with Jaden Campbell, but because I'm pretty sure he's played the five games, but there'll there'll be someone that nobody's ever heard of that'll stick their head up and play. You know, that's true. Someone will get a go somewhere that we haven't heard about. Well, that's why I've sort of gone Tago as well because it is usually someone who uh, people have heard he's played first grade, but yes. he's a bit bit under the radar but it's sort there of wouldn't the be a lot of perf- people that know who yeah. exactly who he is it, yeah. it's yeah. sort of the perfect setup as well because i think he will be playing center next year penrith aren't going to go out and try and sign a center for cheap that's currently on the market i don't even know which centers even really are out there so i feel like oh, you find much got it. yeah and finally your daily m's uh, i touched on earlier mitch moses from latrell mitchell for me yeah latrell I've, uh, I said earlier, I go, I'm going to go with Kiri. I think he's going to make a massive difference to that Roosters team and he'll be um, the centre point of, um, you know, freeing up your Tedesco's and putting guys away on the edges. Um, if it's not him, I'd be going with Cleary or um, Cleary or Turbo, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Kiri. Awesome. Uh, that is it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it, that is our bold <laughs> prediction show. That draws the curtain on uh, season 2021 from the Footy and Frothies team. Uh, it's been a pleasure, boys. Thank you for giving up your Wednesday nights every uh, every week to discuss footy and put up with my ramble for a couple of hours. 
Uh, I want to thank... Uh, we are going to have a couple of uh, touch points, maybe once a month or whatever, over summer. Catch up, hopefully have some interviews. I want to catch up with uh, Tony Loxley, author of Very Tough Men, and, uh, and talk his new book. Uh, and a few other things we'll organise with when we get a bit of time over summer. Uh, I want to go through and thank uh, the Colonial Hotel and the Grey Gums Hotel, who hosted us before lockdown. Both fantastic venues and look after us very well. I want to thank our guests, uh, The Gump, who was a regular before lockdown, uh, Trev Smith, Todd O'Kelly, Damo, Dane and Johnny Blocky, uh, as well as Alan Whitaker, who gave up his time for a show. Uh, and shout out to Gaz uh, for his support, as well as the fantastic work he did in running our tipping comp through, well, running the tipping comp through PCTC, which we uh, have jumped on board with. Uh, thank you to all of them. Anyone I've forgotten? Not off the top of my head, no. Very good. Barn, anything you want to add before we have a well-earned break? No, absolutely not. Um, just to obviously thank you to yourself for putting in the time, putting this thing together and cutting it up for us and getting it out there. And um, <coughs> and Ollie for giving, him, giving us his time and a bit of um, leverage on his platform as well. So much appreciated, boys. Uh, definitely. Keen to see you both tomorrow over a couple back at the gums. Can't Perfect. wait. Uh, bring on season 2021. Stay safe, everyone. Have a fantastic uh, off-season, and we'll talk to everyone soon. Mm-hmm.